Hello and welcome back to Let's Fly. We're in the South Island in New Zealand now. Um, so just to let you know, in the next episode I will be discussing transport and if you want if you're wondering how long you should stay in New Zealand to see the whole country, a month or maybe a year up to you. The longer the better. And I'll also be just discussing the Maori culture and the Maori past and um, the best hikes, skiing, snowboarding, beaches, <clears throat> whatever is your go-to when you're traveling. Um, now the South Island is beautiful, it's dramatic, it's sweet, it draws you in and doesn't let you go, it's a whole different world. And I think it's definitely my favourite of the two islands. Um, the Maori name for the South Island is Tiwai Ponamu, the Waters of Greenstone, it translates to. Um, the best time to visit the South Island, or New Zealand for that matter, would be December to March. Um, high season is November, December, January. And the cheapest months to fly is May, because you know it's nearly winter by then. And the crowds have dispersed into more tropical places over in Europe. And yeah, <laughs> the rain rainiest period is from May to August through, although I travelled in September and it did not stop raining. And um, yeah, so hopefully you will not have that problem so the top 10 things to do in the south island um of course you may have something completely different planned and that's okay so journey on the dart river jet in queenstown now queenstown is the most gorgeous place and it's just dramatic with it's very beautiful mountains and um, quaint little resort town. Um, so on the Dart River Jet you'll experience, experience breathtaking scenery and an exhilarating ride as the jet boat follows the glacier-fed rivers. Even if you aren't into the fast thrill of jet boats, um, just please, please try it. My mum tried it, even though she's not into that kind of stuff, and she loved it. It does, you know, there is quite a few spins, but, you know, they're highly trained and, yeah, professionals, so you're safe. <laughs> um, the AJ Hackett bungee jump. So it sounds like I'm doing the activities for adventurous people so again you can just if you don't want to do it do the bungee jump you can watch your friends um it's you're propelled 150 meters up and out across and reaching speeds of 100 kilometers an hour in 1.5 seconds flat so it is quite it, it i'd probably poop my pants a little um yeah, it's, it's not something for the faint-hearted, for sure. Um, if you're into something more mellow 
and you know you're a night owl um check out the southern lights and in down in Dunedin which is the best vantage point to view it um not guaranteed a clear sky though because it can get quite cloudy depending on what what time of the year you go um the southern lights aren't just for the Scandinavian countries they're here in New Zealand as well Aurora Borealis um Abel Tasman National Park Split Apple Rock uh Tasman National Park is it's a beautiful area um you can explore via land water or air however you want um plenty of tour operators offering cruises water taxi services kayaking which is a personal favorite um heli tours and sailing catamarans so the ones that love being on the water be sure you know to visit the famous split apple rock via kayak and yeah it's it's certainly a, a very beautiful area abel tasman um, Milford Sound and and um, Pio Pio Tahi is the Maori word for Milford Sound. It's picturesque, it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, and it's named after Milford Haven in Wales, in UK. Um, Milford is one of the wettest on earth. Annual rainfall is pegged at six thousand eight hundred and thirteen millimeters about 182 days of the year highest record would have been 250,000 2500 millimeters um it's just magical um carved during the ice age and you can take a boat cruise or kayak or a helicopter ride or hike to see its true beauty um, it's just so much to choose from. Um, if you're just into, you know, mellow, you can go on a boat cruise. If you just want to keep moving, go hiking. You can just see it in so many different ways. Um, if you love wild animals and being on the water, um, you can sit, go dolphin watching in Akaroa. Hick the dolphins, the world's smallest and rarest dolphins. You can go on a two-hour cruise to see these. Again, you might not be, you might not see them, um, depending on the day and what they're doing. They might be just chilling deep in the ocean. They don't want to deal with humans. So, yeah, uh, Franz Joseph Glacier. I mean, I would have done this, but the weather said nope, and we noped out of there. Um, it was pretty rainy. Uh, on a day when Mother Nature isn't angry, you can explore ice caves, tunnels, seracs, and crevices, all of which are constantly changing and evolving. Um, if you want to do a heli ice climb tour, which takes eight hours... I'd probably end up injuring myself on that and cost $620 per person. It is quite difficult. I'd probably opt for a hot chocolate in a cafe, rather. <laughs> uh, or Halley Hike, which is two hours and 485 per adult dollars, New Zealand dollars. Um, 
skiing. So the ones who love snow, love adventure, I'll probably end up breaking bones, every bone in my body skiing. I mean, I injured myself doing yoga, so I have no hope skiing. Um, Treble Cone, which is famous for its um, unrivaled views over Lake Wanaka in the Southern Alps. It's It's just breathtaking there's um a run for beginners to pro skiers there's a bar which is probably where i'd which is where i'd probably be sipping a hot chocolate and eating a pie um you can learn private lessons um at 139 dollars for um one hour to 599 dollars for six hours uh, i'd probably need about six days to learn how to ski uh, there's also adult group lessons and kid kid group lessons, which are probably cheaper, but it does not have it on the um, website, so probably best to call ahead. Um, there's skiing probably best for to go in winter, of course, because who gets where does it snow in the summertime? Um, if if you want to go on a hike. A quote easy hike. Um, um, Roy's Peak. I did this one two to three hours. This is in Otago, near Queenstown. Two to three hours to climb. It said apparently it was supposed to be very easy, but it was very, very steep. And I stupidly didn't take food and had a small, tiny little baby water bottle. And it took six hours to climb. And three hours to climb down. And I regretted every bit of it. Um, but the views, the views at the top were just worth it. And I just sat up there going, wow, this this is incredible. Um, <laughs> not that I was tired or anything. Um, and see a kiwi on Stewart Island. Now, kiwis are nocturnal, so you head out in the darkness on Stewart Island to see this kiwi with torches, of course. The kiwi's probably thinking, why is there a light being shown in my face? Um, and will probably run away. Um, now, a couple of places I haven't put out there is Punakaiki. Um, pancake rocks, rock stacked like pancakes. They are, it is incredible to see, and I loved, I love my time. There's blowholes and caves to explore. If you want to pretend to be an explorer, and you know, pretend there's treasure at the bottom of the cave, and you dive straight in, and yeah. Let your imagination run wild. Also, Arrowtown. It's a beautiful, charming town. It's a historic gold mining town. And it's just so cute. And it hasn't changed much since the 1870s. Um, uh, the main street is filled with European and Chinese-styled buildings from the 1800s. Um, there's a Chinese settlement from when... Chinese miners came into the area in the 1870s. Uh, most of them were forced to live in makeshift huts on the outskirts of town in trying conditions because, you know, 
they were very racially abused back then. Um, I mean, they still are now, but back then was even worse. Um, so many of those huts have been um, restored on right beside the river, and there's many, there's many, many hikes. I've been on a couple, and it's just beautiful, beautiful, so calming, and um, just wonderful. So that's all about on the South Island. I will in my next ones to come. As I've said, um transport is next so I will be talking about transport um because as you do need a full license and if you want to drive and in New Zealand you can get away with going on buses but the hard to reach places um if you don't want to be stuck in in a bus with 30 other sweaty humans you can just you know rent a car and go off the beaten track that's the beauty of um traveling isn't it so um i bid you feel well and i hope to see you in my next episode which is all about transport